Welcome to Behind the Wine, a podcast discussing the novel Unwind by Neil Shusterman. I'm your host, Sophia, and today we will be discussing adversity and resilience. I'm joined here today with Christine and Bianca. Hi, I'm Christine. And I'm Bianca. So today we're going to start with a game of Would You Rather. So who would like to go first? I can go first. Um, my would you rather question would be part of the would you rather for a typical teenager today. And I asked, would you rather not use any electronics for a month or not eat junk food for a whole month? I probably would choose not eat junk food for a month because I cannot survive without electronics. And I think... There are other foods that I might eat, so it's okay if I don't eat junk food. Even though I I regret. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, who wants to go next? Um, for my would you rather, I chose the teenagers for today as well, and I said, would you rather not talk to any of your friends for a whole month? Or not hang out with them for two months? Um, I would probably do not hang out with them for two months. Because I can still stay in contact with them. Mm-hmm. I also agree to that. Because um, <laughs> it's kind of complicated. Um, so hanging out for two months, right? Yeah. Um, I think I'm okay with that. Because I'm usually an introvert person already. And I can still, like, call them and text them all the time, so it would be fine. And I also would you rather, and it's, would you rather always get stuck in traffic or always have a really slow internet connection? I would rather have a really slow internet connection because I would get so annoyed with traffic. I would rather... Get stuck in traffic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have none, but I'd rather get stuck in traffic. Hmm. All right. So, going to our prep sheet, our first question to answer is Is it a given that experiencing trauma, tragedy, or adversity will yield resilience? Or are there times that terrible things happen and people don't get stronger or bounce back? Why? Where do you see this in the novel or in the real world? So what I put was, I said not all the time. Because some people experience really traumatizing or bad things that can cause them to not be able to think through it. And people with weaker minds tend to give up on themselves. And sometimes this can lead to other tragedies like suicide or like mental health problems yeah we kind of saw that in the book especially with uh cyrus uh because of his trauma with um getting a injury to his brain and then having to have an unwinds part of his brain as well and then having like almost a split personality type thing Mm -hmm. which kind of made him insane yeah we also like saw him like at the end when he like met 
the unwind's parents, he kind of like broke down and like kind of went crazy. Yeah. In a certain way. All right. So, our second question asks, "What does it take to overcome adversity? What makes it possible? Think about characters in the novel as well as the real world." Uh, for what I put, I put um. In order to overcome adversity, someone needs to have a strong mindset that they'll be able to overcome, and they need to have like sometimes a goal in their mind to let them believe that they have a purpose to move forward and work towards. Basically, a purpose to live. Mm-hmm. I put something really similar to that. I wrote that it takes perseverance to overcome adversity because if you can't make it through the adversity then you can't gain more resilience from mm-hmm. it i feel like the biggest part of that is that they can't give up on themselves yeah all right so our last question is think back to week one the semester when you were asked about how you respond to situations of adversity Use the following questions to guide your discussion about yourselves and your novel. How do you respond when you make a mistake, when you fail at something, when you're embarrassed, when you're hurt, when you're uncomfortable, when you're in a new situation, when you're faced with confrontation, and when you see someone else struggling? I said, like, when we respond to these, we make um, some people, like, make similar decisions and actions but it really depends on like who you are as a person and like what you would do like a more outgoing person in a more social 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 um environment they might um they fit in and then they are able to like socialize but like people who are more like introverted they um tend to stay by themselves and they're like quiet or in a corner or something Do you see any of this in the book? Um, I kind of see it in the book. I can see that, like, depending on the different personalities, like, Connor is more of, like, a brash, more mm-hmm. hot-headed type character, and Riza is more, like, calm and nurturing. She's more, like, logical thinking? Yeah, she thinks a lot more logically and actually thinks things through where Connor is like more like impulsive yeah more impulsive i think we also like saw some like character development through connor because he was like impulsive in the beginning ever and hot-headed but then after he met risa he kind of like learned to like keep his anger to himself yeah in some situations when it's needed mm-hmm. all right so we need to look at one or two of the songs that we chose from our playlist and what their connection is to the novel. So my playlist, uh, one of the songs that I put down is a classical piece. Um, One that I cannot pronounce, (laughs) but it is a Chopin piece, which relates to the novel because the first introduction of Riza was at her piano recital. And directly in the novel, it said that she was playing a Chopin piece. And the specific one is like more of a fast paced one where it kind of uh, describes her 
quick thinking on our feet and uh, how it's also kind of a complex thing. So it also reflects her um, uh, complexity of her thinking style. Mm -hmm. That's a good choice. Mm -hmm. Um, On my song, I had put, it's a song that I don't know, but I found when I searched up songs about messing up. And sorry. And it was like, the song was called I'm Sorry I Messed Up. And it was when I said that this connects to the part where Connor and Risa were betrayed by Love at the school. And then after Love had called his family and Pastor Dan, um, he said he felt sorry for for it because Love originally thought about, he thought that escaping would be a bad idea since he thought that was meant to be like that was what he was growing up with however after he exposed Connor and Risa and he called the paster he realized he messed up and his family wanted him to run away to find a chance at life but he ruined it all for the three of them and now he knows he messed up and felt bad that he had dragged Connor and Risa down along with him and the, th- the song just talks about how someone feels bad about messing up previously and I just think that this part just fits it really well, I guess. Okay. So I think that is it. So thank you for tuning into Behind the Wind, and we hope you enjoyed.